0: sharing their stories and expertise to inspire you, help you succeed, and set your soul on fire. Welcome back to another episode of Females on Fire. Today is definitely one for all the business owners, because this is something that I know we all have struggled with from time to time. So today we are talking with Christine Bluebaugh, And she is a copywriter and strategist. And she's gonna be talking all about how to get more and better client testimonials, which, like I said, I know is something we all struggle with and we could all use more of. So, Christine, thank you so much for being on with us today.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me, Haley. I'm super excited to be here.
0: We're definitely excited to have you because I know this is gonna be a good one. So, before we dive into all of my questions, because I have so many for you. Tell everybody all about yourself. Where did you come from? What's your story? How did you get into copywriting?
1: Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, like Haley mentioned, I am a copywriter and a messaging strategist, and I work with um, a lot of online coaches and service based entrepreneurs really to help them um, express their messages in a way that reaches more of their most ideal clients so they can sell more of their products and services. I'm all about putting more soul into the sales process. Uh, because I want marketing to feel good for everyone. Um, and, you know, I work with clients and done for you copy. So I write sales copy and funnels and launch copies and things like that. And then I also mentor um, up-and-coming entrepreneurs who want to learn how to write their own high-converting copies. So I have a, some programs with that as well. Um, and I, the, my, my path to this place has been a little bit roundabout. Um, so my background is actually in health and wellness. And I, um, like in the late 2000s, went back to school to study nutrition um, after having some of my own health issues and I started blogging about food and that was kind of like my first foray into the online world. And um, eventually I discovered the world of health coaching and I did a year long health coach training program. And part of that was learning how to start a business with in that field. And so I was turned on to the bigger world of online marketing and I was immediately hooked. I was so excited about the idea of making money online and Um, you know, I loved traveling and the idea of a location independent lifestyle was just, I I mean, it was amazing to me. And so I, you know, was pursuing that I was learning everything I possibly could to market my wellness business, uh, and be successful there. And it was wonderful. And I loved it. I really loved it for a while. Um, and then I started to kind of like really struggle with my own health Um, I was kind of feeling a little bit overwhelmed by holding space for other people's health concerns while mine was like simultaneously tanking. (laughs) And, uh, I started to kind of lose my passion for that industry. I'd been running that business for three years. I had been in, you know, working and studying in that industry for a decade, and I felt like I needed something different. And, you know, my health was getting to the point where I just was not able to, things were just wrong. Like I was, I wasn't able to do a lot of the things that I had been doing. I was spending a lot of days just in bed. I didn't really know exactly what was going on. Um, I was later diagnosed with an autoimmune um, disease and some related kind of complications. And um, I was really struggling. At that point, I had been living on the West Coast of the US for 15 years. And I decided that I was going to leave. Actually, I felt like I had to. Um, but I decided to leave, I sold basically everything that I owned. And I moved from Seattle back to my home state of Ohio. And um, And I was staying with family. Um, I was like in bed most days, like unwell. I had just a lot of things going on. I decided that I was quitting the wellness industry just overnight. I was like, okay, the business is being shut down. Like this is not what I'm doing anymore. Um, Because I needed to focus on healing myself for one thing. Uh, And I just didn't have, I didn't have the energy or the space to continue supporting clients with their health. So it was really terrifying. (laughs) I did not have a plan. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to be doing with myself. Um, That career path had been my life for like 10 years. It was what I thought I was going to be doing like for the rest of my life. And, um, I just, I, I let it go because I, I knew I had to, uh, and I freaked out (laughs) for a couple of months about what was coming next. Um, then like in the spring, it was the spring of 2016. I was texting with a friend of mine who is a, um, a business coach and she was trying to get published. On a but she was trying to do a media bit uh, blitz basically she wanted to get published on lots of places in a short amount of time, but she was struggling to come up with ideas to pitch to editors um, she didn 't know how to write the headlines, and we were just chatting about it and I knew her well I knew her business so I threw out like half a dozen headline ideas and she was like, Oh my God, you just saved me like two weeks of work so she hired me <laughs> to be to help her with this um, to do some of the writing and I have always been a writer, um, if, in some way. Um, my entire life, I, something that I've excelled at, that I've loved when I was younger, people tried to, you know, parents and teachers tried to tell me to get into creative writing. Um, and I always resisted it because I didn't really see it as a valid career path. So when my friend was like hiring me, I was <laughs> like, Hmm, maybe other people would, um, you know, be interested in getting support with this. I like I knew what copywriting was, but I didn't really, it didn't really seem like something that I could do because I had just come from this. I'd been working in health and wellness. But I decided to kind of put myself out there and start talking to people about me being a copywriter. And it was pretty instantaneous. Like within a few months, like I had a bunch of clients and um, was putting my natural abilities as a writer together with everything that I learned from like obsessively studying online marketing to grow my wellness business. And, it, you know, my clients were seeing results and I, people were referring me to people and it was just, I knew <laughs> very quickly that it was the right thing to do. And it was very, it was a very exciting thing to do. Um, and then, you know, in the last three years, I've invested a lot of time studying, like copywriting formally. And then, you know, I've worked, um, I was hired by my health coaching alma mater to write a launch copy. Um, I worked on about nine launches with them. Uh, I've helped my clients earn like multiple millions in combined revenue at this point um, and had the opportunity to help a lot of people who were doing people who are doing what I was doing, like as a coach, the solopreneur thing, really trying to help people. Like those are the people who I serve now and I get to help them bring their messages to more people in a way that like really uses all of my skills. And that feels really good.
0: That's awesome. The thing I love about hearing these stories, you know, we interview women and they, they tell us about how they got where they are is, it almost always seems like everybody who does something now that they love did not start out with whatever that thing is that they love mm-hmm. doing. So yeah. I always find that so interesting. And that's a, a story I can relate to as well. You know, I didn't start out with what I'm doing now. And so I just think that's interesting how the best businesses always seem to come out of when you sort of almost hit rock bottom and you have no idea what you're going to do next. I think that's, that's where everybody really finds their talents and finds their passions. And so I love that. I I hate that you went through everything that you went through to get here, but it sounds like it worked out for you. And it sounds like you're doing something that you really enjoy now. And that obviously your parents and and friends and everything knew you had in you. A long time ago. So that's really cool.
1: Yeah. It's interesting how like, it was something that I always resisted, like, you know, as a young person at that time, I had no, I didn't know what copywriting was. I didn't know that that existed. Um, But yeah, it does. I've talked to a lot of people who have gone through something similar as well, who are, you know, they were doing something and they thought it was the thing. And then it turned out not to be. um, And so I feel like, we all have to kind of go through these journeys of figuring out what it is that, you know, we really want.
0: Right. And I think that changes over time too. Like I Mm think, I think about some of the things I do now and I'm like, gosh, if my 16 year old self could hear this, she'd die laughing because (laughs) you know, we just, you change over time. And so I think you start something, you think it's a great idea. You think you love it. And maybe you do for a couple of years or however long. And then sometimes you just have to pivot and do something else. So Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that you've, you know, gotten to a place where you actually really enjoy what you're doing. And obviously it sounds like you're very good at it. So that's always a plus. (laughs) Well, let's dive in to talking about testimonials because I know that's what everybody came to listen to Sure. So just first and foremost, why do you think it is that people have such a hard time? getting client testimonials? Why is that an issue? And I mean, is there something that you've seen that people do wrong when they're asking or is it just one of those things that everybody's going to struggle with?
1: Yeah. So I think like the, the underlying thing that makes it a struggle is that a lot of times we feel uncomfortable asking. We feel like we're bothering somebody by saying, hey, can you do this for me? <laughs> and I think that's, I think that's kind of the main reason why people struggle to get them at all. Um, you know, and then you know, on not quite as deep a level, I think it's a matter of systems. Like, if you don't have a system for asking for testimonials, then you probably won't. And then you know, it's like a, you know, if you're a coach or something, and you finish up a program with a client, and then like three months later, you're like, oh, I forgot to ask for a testimonial. Then it feels harder to reach out and be like, oh, hey, by the way, I know it's been like half a year since we worked together, but um, can you do this for me? And so I think like not having a system in place is something that holds people back, just being afraid to ask for what we what we want and what we need. Um, and then in terms of like mistakes that people make when asking, I kind of have a lot to say on that. So um, The reason that I am even talking about this topic is because as a copywriter, when I work with my clients, their testimonials come into play in the copy. When we're writing um, like a sales page, for instance, like we're including client testimonials. And so I see lots of testimonials in different people's businesses. And one thing that I've noticed in a lot of them is that the testimonials will say, Really nice things about the business owner. So the client will say, Jane was amazing to work with. She really listened and made me feel seen, and she's so incredible. I highly recommend her. And that's really lovely. However, it doesn't talk about what the client achieved by working with her. And those achievements are what is going to really help your copy sell. So the mistake that most people make when they're asking for a testimonial is they'll say like, Hey, would you mind writing a testimonial for me? And the client will say, yeah, of course. And then they'll just leave it at that. And the client will write something. And it's typically just them saying really nice things about the person that they've worked with. So the kinds of testimonials that you really want to be getting for your business are the kind that show the kind of the before and after of what the client went through. So like, where were they before they started working with you? And then what specific things have they achieved as a result of working with you? It's fine if they say, if they, you know, say something about you too, but you want like, like the most impactful testimonials will be like, you know, before I started working with so-and-so, I was struggling with this. And now like throughout the program, this is what I did. And now I am doing this XYZ thing differently. So um, that's kind of the issue, I think, that most people are struggling with.
0: Right. That definitely makes sense. And as you were talking, I'm sitting here thinking, oh, yeah, I've done that. I've sent, you know, can you write me a testimonial or can you write me a review and not really asked anything else? So I can relate. But let's dive into just going back to, you mentioned that about systems. Can you talk a little more about that? What is a good system look like for getting a client testimonial? Is there something specific? You know, you mentioned the the mistake that everybody makes is just asking, can you write me a testimonial? So what should our listeners be saying instead? What should they be asking and what sort of system should they have in place to get the reviews that are really, like you said, discussing more of the work that you did and less of like your personality and how you were to work with?
1: Yeah, totally. So I would say the first thing in terms of a system, you just want to have it consistent across every client. So maybe, and this will kind of depend on what kind of business you have. So let's say you are a coach or a consultant. I would say, like, towards the end of a program, let's say you're working with someone for six months, maybe like towards the end of month five, you have an email that gets sent out to everyone that says, hey, it's been so awesome working with you and you've been making such amazing progress. I would love it if you could give me some feedback and a testimonial, like, would you be willing to do that? And and that's just built into your client delivery process, right? And then instead of just saying like, hey, write me a testimonial, you can send them a form. (laughs) So you can create like a type form or Google form or whatever you wanna use and ask them specific questions that they will provide answers to. And then you can like put their answers together into a paragraph. Um, This way you're guiding what they're saying and you're giving them direction. And this is like the most important piece, uh, regardless of, you know, when you ask them for the testimonial or whatever, is to just always give them questions to follow so that they know what they need to say. Uh, because they, clients aren't going to be able to read your mind and know that you want them to talk about a specific thing. Um, so that's like what, that's like the most basic thing is like, send them a form with specific questions asking about like, okay, well, what were you struggling with before we worked together? Uh, what was the experience? Like, what did you achieve while we were working together? What's different, um, about your business life, health, whatever thing you help with? Um, what's different about it now. And then give them some direction. Like, um, let's say you're a health coach and you are, um, you know, you help people to lose weight. This is just a really easy example. You might say, um, you know, what's changed for you. And then give an example of like, um, you know, have you like lost 10 pounds? Are you fitting into the gene, your genes from high school, like kind of guide them and show them what kinds of things you're looking for. Um, and whatever industry you're in uh, do that same thing and what kind of numbers are you looking for from them or what kind of results um, are you looking for when you reach out to them in your email you might even say like hey um, here's here are all the things that I've recorded that you've accomplished in our time together and I'm so proud of you like this is amazing would you mind sharing in a testimonial and you're reminding them like hey this is all the this- the awesome stuff you you achieved right before they're writing it so that they're going to have those things fresh in their mind. Yeah. Those are kind of some tips. Like if you have a business like I do where you're providing a deliverable, I don't, I send my uh, testimonial request when I send a finished, like the finished drafts of the copy. So like at the very end, because you know, it doesn't make sense for me to send it in, in the middle of the project, but um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I love that idea of reminding them of what you've helped them accomplish, because I, I never even thought of that. You know, like if you're you're providing a service or you're giving them a product or anything like that, we always think to say like, oh, how did you like it? How did you feel working with me? How did you feel about this? But I don't think it ever crossed my mind, and I imagine some of our listeners feel this way to ever say like, Oh, Hey, these are the things that you were able to accomplish because of this. So will you write something about those specific things? So I love that idea because it's so simple, but not something I feel like a lot of people think about. So that was a really good one. I really like that. That did kind of bring up a question though, for me, you mentioned, you know, have them fill out a form. So I know a lot of people that I know have always just struggled with getting testimonials because they're not a hundred percent sure where to collect them. You know, we've got social media and people have Facebook pages that they can get reviews on and uh, Mm -hmm. Google reviews are supposed to be helpful for your SEO and all these kinds of things. So what's your recommendation? If they're filling out a form, are you having them, Copy some of that over to a Google review or a social media review, or are you mainly just focused on having the testimonial you know to put on your website somewhere? what's the what's your recommendation for how people kind of get them in all the right places?
1: Yeah, I think that you can kind of think about where it's going to be impactful for you to collect them. So um, most of the people that I work with don't focus on like reviews on their Facebook pages. Um, they would rather have a testimonial that they can put like on a sales page for their course, because that's where they're driving people. Uh, if you have a business where a lot of people who come to you are going through, they're finding you on Google or, um, they're finding you through like your Facebook business page, then you could direct someone to, to fill out the testimonial there. Um, most of the businesses that I work with, like those aren't a priority. So it makes more sense for them to fill out a form so that they can use that testimonial and share it in their Instagram stories and on their website and on a sales page. Um, so I think that that, yeah, I think that depends on your specific business.
0: Right. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. So know your audience, basically.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. As, as always, the answer
0: <laughs> always comes back to your audience. Awesome. Well, perfect. So now what happens in your opinion when, say you ask for a review and you know the client absolutely loved working with you, they loved, you know, the finished product or service, they got the results they wanted, and
1: Mm -hmm. you ask for
0: the review and they say, oh yeah, I'll do it, I'd love to, but then they don't what's your recommendation? Cause we've all had that happen mm-hmm. For do you follow up? Do you not follow up? If you follow up, you know, how often do you do that? I mean, how, how far do you keep pushing to try to get that testimonial?
1: Yeah. So there's a couple things you can do here. Um, and this happens all the time because even the most well-meaning people, they'll say yes to something and then forget or whatever. Um, so always, always follow up. If someone said yes, Especially if someone said yes, (laughs) they want to help you. Obviously they already said they did. So they probably forgot or things got busy and it got pushed aside. So just reach if they haven't done it within a week, reach out and be like, Hey, um, just wanted to uh, say hi, see how things are going. I know you'd said that you were willing to provide this testimonial. And so I just wanted to check in and see if you had any questions around doing that, whatever. And then they'll probably be like, oh, yeah, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, things have gotten busy, whatever. Um, And then if they still don't do it, then I would check in a week later and be like, hey, I took some of the things that you said during the time that we worked together and I put together this paragraph um, for you uh, because I know you're really busy and I wanted to just make this as easy as possible why don't you take a look at this and tweak anything you want? And we can use this as your testimonial. It saves people a lot of time and headache. And they'll usually will be thrilled that you just did the work for them. Um, So I think it's, I've never had anyone freak out about the idea about like creating a testimonial for them. Obviously, as long as it's like truthful, uh, they'll usually be grateful. So don't feel weird about taking things that people have said during their time working with you or in email or whatever, and then just putting it into a paragraph for them. If, you know, if, and you can do this right off the bat, if someone is like a bigger name or influencer and you know that it's kind of like getting it from them would be a big deal. And you know that they're probably insanely busy, like they'll be thrilled that you just took the initiative and did it. And then it's also something you'll do if someone is sort of just like saying yes, but then not delivering.
0: Yeah. That's such a great idea. It just sort of prompts them to, you know, like you said, just not have to worry about it and still get that like testimonial and that praise that you kind of need. So I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So this is kind of going to be for more newer people in business, people who Mm -hmm. haven't really gotten a lot of clients quite yet. So this may not apply to everybody, but what's your recommendation for the people who maybe haven't been in business as long, or maybe they're kind of pivoting with their services or their products. And so they need sort of a different direction of testimonials. What do you recommend for the people who, you know, you mentioned earlier, if you've got a six month program, well, Mm -hmm. if somebody's starting out with like a coaching business, for example, and they've got a six month program, they don't really have any testimonials for six months of business. So what do you recommend doing, or is there something that you recommend doing as far as kind of having those testimonials for your site in the very beginning of business. I know some people, you know, reach out to family or friends or just colleagues that they know and, and sort of get those short and sweet kind of a little too fluffy reviews, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what's your recommendation for that? Do you have, you know, sort of a, a method for getting those right in the beginning so that, you know, people see that you're actually working with people and getting good results and want to work with you even more.
1: Yeah, totally. So there's a few different ways, but like they really all revolve around the same principle and that's like doing work with someone, even if it's not in your signature package that you're planning to offer. So maybe you do like um, like one-off sessions or something like that with people and you give them like a discounted rate. If you're like really fresh and really new and you're like, oh, I don't even know about like charging people, like coach some people for free in exchange for testimonials. Or if you feel comfortable, you know, do it like a quote unquote beta and get some people into like a one, like a one month thing, um, where you, uh, you know, you coach them for a month and then, at a discounted rate and then get testimonials that way. Just, it doesn't like, you can have a testimonial for a pat for some kind of offer. And if it's just you proof that you're helping people, then it can apply to any program that you do. For instance, I like as a copywriter, if I write a sales page for someone and they write a really great testimonial about the results they got, I'm still going to use that when to talk about like writing um website copy or if i launch like a group program or a course or something i'm still going to use that testimonial even though it's not for the specific offer that i'm launching you know what i mean
0: right so basically just try to get whatever you can and use it wherever you can
1: <laughs> yeah totally yeah i mean the social proof is really just about showing that like you are actually doing what you say you're going to do
0: right Yeah. That's great advice. This has been really, really good. I think this has been helpful because I know, especially like when I started out in business, I always felt like you said in the beginning, just so awkward asking my clients for reviews. Mm -hmm. And then it got to the point where, you know, I would get people good results and they would even offer to write the review for me before I even asked, but I didn't know where to point them. I just say, oh yeah, Mm -hmm. go write the review on Google or Facebook. And when you do that, you end up with testimonials in 10 different places. And most of them are kind of those shorter, sweeter, like, oh, I loved working with her. She's great kind of Mm -hmm. reviews. And then you go to build a brand new website or redo your copy or start a new service or whatever, and you've got nothing to work with. So Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people... (laughs) will relate to this conversation and, and really love your advice and your methods.
1: Yeah. Um, Awesome.
0: So so any, any last minute advice? Is there any you know, extra
1: tips or mistakes to avoid? Oh my gosh, there's so many. <laughs> um, one thing I will say though, is that if you do feel like you have testimonials in like 10 different places, like what you were talking about. So like if someone left you a review on Facebook and then somebody else left you a review on Google you can, I mean, they've left those reviews publicly, so you can take that and use it on your website. You know what I mean? Like if somebody shared something publicly about you, then it's fair game for you to then use those same words in other places. So, um, yeah. So keep that in mind too.
0: (laughs) Definitely. Good, good advice. (laughs) And I know you have a testimonial guide on your website. So let's talk about that for two seconds because we're going to put the link for that in the show notes. So if you guys are listening, I'll let her talk about it because she knows it better than I do. But Christine has a testimonial guide that is really going to help you out with this process. So Christine, can you just tell everybody about that?
1: Yeah, totally. So basically everything that I've shared, it this guide walks you through exactly how to do it. So like the exact questions that you can include on your form, how to um, like the type of uh, results and things that you want to be asking people for, and then also how to actually structure a testimonial when you are creating like a sales page or your website or whatever, so that it's really impactful and that people will actually kind of get the most important parts, um, because typically people will post just like a big paragraph of text on their website, and not everyone will read that. (laughs) So um, there's some examples in the guide that show you how to structure it so that it really stands out and people get like the juiciest parts. Um, And those will really, I mean, it's like an instant credibility boost. So um, that guide will show you exactly how to do it.
0: I love it. That's such a great free resource because I think, like I said, you can always find you know Instagram tips and you know how to write a great Facebook ad and and not discounting you know those things because everybody needs professionals in every area of business and social media and and all of that. but I think people really just struggle with getting reviews and there's not a lot of resources on how to get more of them and how to get better ones. So I think that's going to be a really great free resource for everybody. Awesome.
1: I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So like we said, that will be in the show notes. So if you're listening, you want to check that out, head over there and grab them. Um, but Christine, this has been amazing. So really quick end of the episode, we always do a lightning round and it's just fun little questions that I ask each of our guests. So are you ready?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Awesome. All right. So what is the first thing that you do when you wake up in the morning?
1: Uh, let my dog out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's so funny. We have been getting so many people
1: saying that lately and I'm a dog owner. So I can't okay. yeah, She's very demanding. She does not like to wait for things.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think I, we just had another guest that said that and she was like, yeah, she, she pretty much owns my life and runs it yeah. out. I was like, yep, I understand. I really do.
1: Yep. <laughs> That's
0: funny. So what is the last book that you read?
1: What is the last book that I read? Um, Oh, it's called The Loving Diet. And it's um, something that I'm reading as part of my health journey. It's about how to um, basically just like love yourself through the process of struggling with chronic illness, uh, instead of trying to fight your body, just like learning to love it and look at um, everything that's happening as like a gift and discovering what it can show you um, instead of fighting against it.
0: That's awesome. Sounds like a good one. What is one thing that you recommend to everybody? So it can be a product, a item, it can be a service that you use, whatever you want. But one thing that you love recommending to everyone.
1: Ooh, um, oh gosh. What do I recommend? I mean, Evernote, <laughs> I recommend that everyone keep uh, content ideas in Evernote so they can access them from their phone and their computer. <laughs>
0: That's a good one. That's a really good one. Yeah. especially For us business owners. Yeah. That's a great recommendation. All right. Last question. What is either your favorite quote or the
1: best piece of advice that you've ever been given? Mm, I think mm, that's a good question. Um, my, I, my favorite quote right now is it's a Seth Godin quote. Uh, the quote is: "People do not buy goods and services; they buy relations, stories, and magic."
0: Love it! Ah, I love it! Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a good one. Very good choice. Well, last thing: give everybody your website, social media. Let them know where they can find you, because I know they're definitely going to want to give you a follow and get more of your advice on copywriting.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I'm online at christinebluebaugh.com. Um, I'm Instagram is my number one and I'm at christinebluebaugh there. I would love to connect with you guys there. Send me a DM, say hi. <laughs> um, yeah. And those are, yeah, those are the main places.
0: Awesome. And like we said, her testimonial guide will be in the show notes. So everybody go and check that out. Cause you're definitely going to want to grab that free resource. So Christine, thank you so much because I think this, like I said, was a really good conversation. I think there's not enough resources and communication about how to get more testimonials. So I think this was so great and your advice is so good. You gave so many ideas that I know I had never thought of. So I imagine it really related to some of our listeners as well. So thank you for just giving us a little bit of your time and your expertise
1: you're so welcome yeah thanks for the invite and i'm glad so glad that this topic is helpful for everyone
0: well ladies that's it for this time but don't forget to head over to the show notes to grab special bonus content from our guests i'd love if you could show your support for the show so if you have just a minute leave a five-star review about how much you love this podcast Then head over to femalesonfirepodcast.com and grab your Females on Fire apparel. Get a t-shirt, hat, and more because it all goes to fund the podcast. And don't forget to show off your new swag to all your friends on social media and tag me at Females on Fire and at Haley Luckadoo. I'll be back next week with another great show for you But until then, keep reaching for those dreams that set your soul on fire.